Welcome everyone to this episode of Palmetto Guardian. Today we discuss tips on how to deal with stress during the holidays. Welcome everyone, I'm Sergeant Chelsea Baker. I'm Sergeant Tim Andrews. So today is a couple days before Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. Are you excited? Yeah, ready to get my uh, Thanksgiving on. <laughs> get your stretchy pants out. Oh yeah. Do you guys do like a big Thanksgiving? Um, yeah, we usually, we're, we're gonna plan to switch it up because my dad has to work on Thanksgiving, so we're gonna do like a brunch. Oh, that stinks. And then like Friday, we're gonna do like a big Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Where like my family, or uh, extended family shows up. Yeah. What about y'all? Um, it's just gonna be me and my mom. Uh, it's been weird since I've lived in South Carolina because when I was younger, we would go to my grandmother's and have a huge Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I've been down here, we've kind of just, I've either gone to friends or if I was dating somebody at the time, I would go to their families. But yeah. this year, it's just going to be me and my mom. I'll probably go stop by and see my dad for a little bit. Okay. Um, he normally has Thanksgiving with him and his girlfriend and his girlfriend's side of the family. Some of like her sister and niece and all of them will come over. Um, so I might stop by there for a little bit, but I think me and my mom are going to cook like a small Thanksgiving oh, okay. just because it's the two of us. Like I have any leftovers? Not, well, I'm sure we'll have leftovers because my mom doesn't eat a lot. Oh, okay. So, and then of course I always cook too much, so we'll probably have leftovers for the weekend. Gotcha. That way we don't have to go shopping for food because... <laughs> <laughs> That's always a plus. <laughs> yeah. My mom literally, she'll eat... Uh, crackers and cheese and drink smoothies all week like I don't know how she does it she yeah, doesn't eat breakfast and I don't know if I can do that no I definitely can't I did I got my dad's side with the food and then yeah I don't know but my mom she's always been like that for as long as I can remember so I'm trying to talk her into possibly doing some Black Friday shopping but not to like shop shop oh, I kind of yeah. just want to like go people watch because I've never done it and I've I don't know. I feel like it would be fun for us to just get out and do something instead of sit at the house all day. Yeah, I've had friends go do that, like go watch, not actually partake in running and sprinting and grabbing stuff that you could easily buy online. Yeah. Without having to do all that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'll see if I can convince her, but I thought, I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But uh, speaking of the holidays, definitely it's it's a fun time of year, but it can also be stressful because you're going to be surrounded by people that you might not see throughout the year and you might be surrounded around surrounded by people that you particularly might have uh not so much a common or well not common but like you don't mesh well oh, okay. like yeah. family or friends like the people that you see once a year just because you uh not that you can't stand being around them but just your personalities don't mesh or there might be something going on in the family that mm-hmm. um might cause issues but the holidays are meant to spend with your family to make memories and to have a good time and try not to be stressed out even though everybody like says that they're trying not to do that or they try not to shop at the last minute and they try not to do this and that and then every year it happens like just time flies by so fast and you just you run out of time to get everything done that you want to get done um so it can be a stressful time of year, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping that with our guest speaker today, she can give some tips and tricks on how to be less stressed, um, that money isn't everything, that mm-hmm. like making sure that you're, like don't think that you have to buy everything something. Because I'm, I'm guilty about like, 
when I have family come to town, I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to give this person? What am I? And, I, and you're not with them all the time, so it's like you don't know what they like, what they would like, and you don't want to spend a lot of money. Oh, that's my, I hate that. It's like you're having to like, mom, what is such and such like? Or because I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, when I was little, we used to, when we lived in Pennsylvania, I, my grandparents would have uh, like a get-together at their house, I, I think. And we used to go to the cabins, too. The cabins were so much fun. Like, we would be there, um, I think we were there for about a week, and it was my mom's side, and, like, we would get up, play games, we would go out and go ice skating, we would build snowman, we would have snow snowball fights, we would play dominoes. Like, we just spent a lot of quality time together. Mm-hmm. And then one night out of the week, uh, those that couldn't come stay would come one night, and we would have a huge dinner, we would exchange gifts. And that's what it what like that's what the holidays are for me is memories it's not always something material material or tangible that you can hold in your hands and it's nice because like I have things from when I was younger that um you would keep um but it's like toys break you grow out of things and you grow out of clothes and your style changes but to have those memories um that's what it's all about yeah, and what now you have like commercials. It's like, oh, you gotta buy this. You gotta buy the newest thing that came out like yesterday. You gotta buy it. And it's like, I really don't need this. Yeah. I, it's like you said, just spending time with family because you're not gonna have family. You're not gonna have that special family member that you always enjoyed spending time with. You might not have that for such long. It's gonna be temporary. But for that to spend the holidays with them is something really special. It's something that you can't buy. Exactly. And I think. Um, like our generations growing up, I feel like we were growing up that way in a sense. And nowadays it's, it's like born and bred into it. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't matter if you have money or not, like just the way that things are now compared to when they were several years ago, Mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, it's different. Like the way that kids see things, not saying all kids, but some kids, just the way they see things. Like they want to have what their friends have. They want to, they want the newest phone that's out. They want the newest video console that's out. And yeah, that makes them cool. Or yeah. Whatever, yeah. And like we were saying um, in a, last week's podcast about social media, like everything is on social media, and they see a celebrity doing something and they want to do it. But um, I think it's important to start traditions. Mm-hmm. I mean. That's what we did. That was a tradition for us. It kind of dwindled down, but um, my family still has a Christmas party every year. So, okay. I mean, that I'm not able to attend all the time just because of the distance and mm-hmm. work and all that. But it's still good to keep up those traditions and making sure that they understand why you do it and the importance of it and um, making sure that you're spending time with your family. And if you have mixed feelings about specific person or family member just try to remember that it's the holidays and that it's not the time to cause problems like set the beef aside and worry about it another time but because you don't want to ruin the holidays because then that's all you're going to remember yeah that's going to kill it for everybody yeah and then when you, the next family event it's like oh well i don't want to go because so and so started this last year or whatever the case may be um so yeah, just trying to stay less stressed, I guess. Yeah, let's hope that hope that works this <laughs> these holidays. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, so we're going to have our guest speaker come on. She is a familiar face to the podcast. Um, and she's going to tell us a little bit about things that you can do to help relieve that stress and kind of avoid it. Um, and also give some other advice on some other things. So we're going to just go right into her and see what she has to say. Awesome. So today we have Lisa Mustard with the South Carolina National Guard Behavioral Health Department. And welcome back. This is your second time here. It's yes. been a while. I know. I'm excited <laughs> to be back. Thanks I know. So um, today you had some tips and stuff that you wanted to share with us. So could yeah. you explain a little bit more? Sure, sure. But before we jump into that, um, I just want to say who I am and my credentials so people don't think I'm just some like <laughs> random person that you grabbed off the street. But um, so I have my license is I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and I've been um, in the field with the guard for almost 10 years now. So it's pretty well to think I've, I've been here that long. Time flies by when you're having fun. <laughs> yeah, we could say that. Or you're, well, I guess we could say, I could say when I'm challenged and enjoying my work. So that's how I like, that's how I like to spin it. But I'm excited to be here today. I know that some of the things that we want to cover um, are around holidays and around the stress around holidays and how families can best cope this time of year. Also want to cover some just overall resources for uh, soldiers, airmen, and veterans that are out there and just some of the things that I refer a lot to. I wanted to kind of just get that on the podcast and spread it far and wide. And then also wanted to cover a little bit about how to best use the behavioral health specialists that here that work for the guard. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe that's the first thing I should I should talk about. Is yeah. Just kind of our program. Okay. Just give you a, a one over of our program. So um, I am here in Columbia. I cover the Columbia area, and I help soldiers and families and airmen and family members. I mean, you name it. Just kind of help them with day to day stressful life stuff. Um, I've seen pretty much everything that's out there across the spectrum of issues, um, deployment related, post-deployment related, not deployment related, just life related. And that's really our job here at the Guard is to, is to assess and refer to the right level of care when somebody presents to the behavioral health specialist team. So we have a counselor pretty much in every part of the state right now. And if you're unsure who your counselor is or your behavioral health specialist, you can always call our 800 number which is 800-681-2558, and how that works is you call and you leave a message, and one of us will call you back within five to 10 minutes. We've always got somebody primary on call and somebody secondary on call. And I tell y'all, I have heard everything. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard everything on that 800 number, so nothing is too small or too big for people to call and get help. Um, it's not a crisis line, so if you're in that moment and it's just that day and you just are at your wit's end, I mean, you can definitely call us, but we also want you to call 911 or go to an emergency room if it's you know that acute. We want you to get the care. But if you're just having a hard time um, dealing with life, it's a drill weekend and you're stressed and you're don't, not sure to turn to while you're at drill, you can always call that number and somebody will call you back. Um, so that number is always an option, 800-681-2558-247-365. And what usually happens is if you don't, if you need more support than when you call in and talk to a therapist, um, what happens next is we will refer you to the behavioral health specialist in your region. So for example, I was on call last week and let's say somebody called in and they're down in, or they're up in Rock Hill. So I'm going to help them in that moment, get them what they need, but I'm going to end up referring them, warm transferring them over to Jennifer Wolf who covers the Rock Hill area and she's going to 
pick it up and run with it mm -hmm. um, on Monday. So that's how you can get some support pretty quickly. That program is great. It's been around, I don't even know, six years now. We've had hundreds of calls. Um, I've, we've had calls from out of state and we'll help that soldier or airman or marine, whoever is calling, you know, find resources as best that we can and we're gonna make sure they get what they need. So there's always, there's always that number. Um, some of the resources that I like to refer to um, my consultations is what I call them. Um, and we were talking about this earlier, is Given Hour. Mm -hmm. Given Hour is, um, it's, it's a, I guess it's a nonprofit organization and they contract with a private practice therapists across the country. And they primarily, what they do is they give one hour of their time a week to a soldier or veteran. And all you have to do is get on their website, givenhour.org, you plug in your zip code and it'll give you a list of all the therapists that are taking on new given hour clients. That is a fabulous resource. Like that's probably, I mean, when I think about um, people going to therapy and getting somebody in private practice and not having to use their insurance or deal with all that stuff, out of pocket pay, you know, given hour is great. Um, another uh, resource that's really good is Military One Source. It's very different though than given hour in the sense that when you get on the Military One Source website, you can chat with them on the website or you can call them and they're gonna help you find what they call non-medical counseling. So if you call them and you're just dealing with stress or some marriage issues or um, what else would they handle? Really those two things, you know, non-clinical, like you haven't been diagnosed with major depression, you don't have addiction, you know, you're just like, I just need somebody to talk to you that can help me with marriage stuff or communication skills or stress skills. Um, that's gonna be a great resource for you too because that's free and everybody likes free. So I like to <laughs> recommend free first. Um, and you don't have to have been deployed to use that service. Just be in the guard, active duty, guard reserve, that kind of thing. Another, well, then we move on to two of our resources that definitely you need to have been, um, well, I don't want to say definitely because they change the requirements all the time, but like the VA and the vet center. So the VA you have to qualify for, you have to qualify for their benefits. And I want to just put it out there that the VA has gotten so much better over the years. They've grown their counseling staff, they've grown um, the amount of people that they can see. So don't discount the VA as something that isn't going to work for you or isn't, isn't good. There's so many great clinicians over there. They have a new walk-in clinic, mental health clinic where you can go in and be seen and assessed. Um, and then there's also the vet center. And the vet center is great as well. They do a lot of marriage counseling. They do a lot of family counseling. They do all kinds of counseling over there. And they have, um, they are connected to each other, but they're not, they don't, their systems don't cross. So if you, if you go to the VA and then you decide to go to the vet center, those, I don't believe their records cross. So it's kind of like you have to start a new process with them. Mm -hmm. But it's also, it is definitely a benefit that you have earned if you are a veteran. Um, I don't want people to forget about the vet center because there's some great therapists over there. Do you all have questions about those resources or, or is there anything that you've heard of that? No, I mean, I've heard of all of them. Um, Military One Source, I've heard a lot about because they talk about the yellow ribbons and stuff, but I didn't know how it played with like the South Carolina National Guard um, Behavioral Health Department. Right. So they're separate. They're not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're a different different contract. They're okay. a DOD contract, Military One Source. Okay. Where we, um, well, I'm a state employee, but the 
South Carolina um, Integrated Behavioral Health System is a South Carolina contract. So we're okay. unique. We're like one of the only states in the country that has our 800 number and what we have. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then uh, we just got back from deployment and then uh, hearing about a given hour yeah. and never heard anything about that until when we got back from deployment. And uh, I wish I wish we knew about it or uh, instead of just folks who just deployed, just folks who are getting in the guard and they're having issues and stuff like that. Um, finding out about it a little bit too late, so um, I'm definitely going to push that out yeah. to my soldiers. Uh, and it, from what I've heard, is a, it is a good, uh, it definitely tapers to the area and location. It's however far or however close, and then there's a, a lot of uh, areas within like Greenville or where I'm from where you have like, I'm having to help people. They're like, hey, Let's go here. Let's help, let's help you out. Right. Yeah. The bigger cities are going to have more options mm -hmm. for sure. But yeah, I mean, Given Hour is a fabulous program. I mm -hmm. mean, it's really it's really incredible. And a lot of people don't know about it. You're right. Yeah, I've never heard yeah. of it. Yeah. We. I mean, when when folks come see us or we're doing consultations, you know, it's one of those things that we recommend. But I think that we're so busy being focused on getting through the day mm -hmm. and taking care of every little thing that. Sometimes we just, we know we need something, but we don't know how to get it, or we put it on the back burner, or we just wait until it gets really, really bad. Mm -hmm. um, and I see that a lot. And I, you know, it makes sense to me because we're all busy, we're all doing a million different things. Um, and sometimes our own self care can get put on the back burner. I mean, I'm just as guilty of it as anybody. <laughs> so, and I'm the first to tell anybody, like, I go to, I go to therapy. Like, mm -hmm. I think therapy is a wonderful thing to gift yourself. Um, I mean, because where else do you have? an hour to tell somebody all about what's going on in your life and that person doesn't know you and they just give you like they don't tell you what to do they don't give you advice they don't give you you know what you should do mm -hmm. they help you process well what do you want to do mm -hmm. you know I know you've got all these other people telling you what what they think you should do but what is it that you really want to do and it helps really helps you understand how you got to where you are and how to cope with just life on life's terms because um, it's sometimes it's not easy and then depending on different stages of your life you know I like I, I'm just probably giving a lot of self-disclosure here but I remember when you know my my, my mid-20s I was dealing with relationship issues so I went to, to counseling then and then worked through that and then after having my first child I was freaking out and I was like <laughs> I need counseling again and I went back to counseling and then you know now that I'm in my however old I am you know there are other issues that are, are popping up so it's like just such a good thing to gift yourself doesn't mean that there's anything you know, wrong with you, um, it just means that you have, you, you have an option to talk to somebody about, an unbiased option, an unbiased mm, person, exactly. you know, to just kind of help you figure out what it is that you want to do. And that's what I love about my job, is I get to be that person here at the Guard. I get to help soldiers and family members kind of, you know, figure out what do they want to do with whatever's going on in their life. How do you want to move forward? How do you want to live your best? What would your best life look like and how do you think you can get there, you know? And that's a big question. And it can be scary for a lot of people, but it's also really exciting for people too. So. Yeah, and that, uh, that's a, for some people, they, they think that's a big gap from getting from point A to point oh, B. Yeah. But then just doing that little stuff in between yep. gets you there. Right. So, slowly but surely, but it, yeah. it makes a big difference. It's all about the process, right? I mean, it's, I, I can't, it does, it seems overwhelming. Like, well, I'm over here and all this stuff's going on over here. And I really want to get over here where it seems like it's so joyful and happy and it's perfect. <laughs> But as you take the small steps towards your goals or towards you wanna, where you want to be, 
you know, you, you learn about yourself and you learn um, how you want to show up in this world. And so the where you thought B was going to be could be something completely different by the time you get there. And do, really, do we ever really get there is the question. Like, do we ever really get there? You know, I don't know where y'all think. Uh, yeah, that is definitely a big question. What's like definitely? Uh, well, it's like with like social media or where whatever it is you think you have this big idea of like I'd like to be here or I see this uh, what is what you think reality is like. Well, oh man, I want to be when you get that. Well, I want to be at point or point B, and you get to point B, and it's like oh, this is not what I imagined right. at all. It's the thought of it was so great, but once you get there, it's like. Oh, crap. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. I know what you mean. I mean, uh, we could talk all day about social media <laughs> perceptions, and and I think um, I think you're so spot on. It's like you think it's going to be one way, mm-hmm. most people, there's, I mean, there's so much going on behind the scenes that we don't yep. share, mm-hmm. and why would we? You know, unless we know that person really well, or we're connected to them in a, in a way, or they're our family, or they're somebody that would need to know. Like, there's all kinds of stuff going on. And, and I guess that's part of my job is um, to be that, like, detective in a way, to help put, put the pieces together to figure out, like, what's really going on with this person and their story that they're telling themselves and the story that they're, that they're perpetuating, you know. Is this the story you want to keep living or could it be different for you? Um, and I know I've said this before, and I think I say it all the time to my soldiers, but, um, you know, this idea of, Different isn't always better, but better is always different. Does that make sense to it's, you guys? It's like uh, you keep doing the same thing, right. expecting different, different results. results. The definition yeah. of insanity. So, right, like that's the definition of insanity. <laughs> and I'm guilty of that, you mm-hmm. know, so many times in my life. But I think the whole different isn't always better. Like to get better, to have what you want, to be better, you've got to try different things. And some of those different things are going to flop, and they're not going to get you better. But by the time that you've felt better, you've tried all these different things and you know what works for you. Mm-hmm. you know? So I like to, to reiterate that, like, okay, well, what did you try different this week? And how did that turn out for you? And, you know, and it's different for everybody, of course, but that's probably one of my favorite things about what I do is, is I get to be that detective and help people figure out, you know, how did you get here and where do you want to go and what's, what's the story? Um, and, and you know, the, the thing about that, I think that what makes it so scary for people to go to counseling for the first time is they don't know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. And they don't know this person where, you know, they're going to go in and they're going to tell them all this stuff and they just get worried about how, if they're going to be judged or how they're going to be perceived. And I get that, you know, because we're humans and that really hurts and nobody wants to feel that way. You know, rejection or our, our perception of rejection is just... Oh, it's hard. Um, and so I think that's one of the things that I love about our program is that all of our therapists are, we don't hire anybody that hasn't been a therapist for at least five years. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we're really picky about who we bring on to the team. Um, and so we want to make sure that the therapists that, are, that we work with are genuine, um, unconditionally positive, you know, it's called unconditional positive regard. Um, like I know I just said, non-judgmental. Um, but really work to um, help that person have, it's not necessarily going to be a great experience, but give them the experience that helps them. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm always checking in with the first time, well, was this helpful for you? 
And they go, no, it wasn't. It was horrible. It didn't help at all. I'm like, okay, well, you're not that. We're we're gonna figure out what would make this better, you know, or what what did you hope to hear, or what did you hope to get from this? Um, it's not like, oh well, sorry. Next, you know, it's there's a um, there's more to it than than that. So I want people to know that, you know, counseling is um, that's how it should be in my mind. So. Like, I just went down a rabbit hole with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely really good information because, I mean, I'm sure that there's lots of people listening that are in that position where they want and they know they need to talk with somebody. They just either don't have the courage or they don't want, like you were saying, don't want to be perceived as whatever because of what they're going through. But it's good to have somebody that is um, that doesn't know anything about the situation, that's not going to judge you. And it's just there to help you. So yeah, and I mean, it's it's interesting to me when I get that phone call and they're like, I just want to run something by you, and like the request or what they're hoping, I'm like, wait a minute, okay, wait, 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 let's back <laughs> this up, like, like let's dissect what's going on because what you're telling me, and what you're wanting, it's not making sense to my clinical ear, you know. And so that's when I'm like, huh, my, you know, might call it like the spidey sense. It's not spidey sense. It's just years of being a counselor and knowing like something's off here. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just being that person of like, okay, I hear what you're saying and this is what you want, but we got to really back this up and figure out how you're going to get, get to that. Cause it's not making sense for what you're telling me right now. Coming out more with like a objective, uh, objective, um, like viewpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, well just like coming out with like, how, how are you going to do this? Right. And is it, the, is this the right way of yeah. going, going about this? Right. It's kind of like they want my... I've had this happen. I just want your opinion. I'm like, oh, <laughs> pull up a chair. Because I think people, uh, when they say that, like, I just want your opinion on this. I'm like, they want me to, they want me to give an opinion based on the information that they want me to hear versus what's really going on, mm-hmm. you know. And so, um, I know that when somebody wants to set that appointment up and they're coming in and they're just wanting, like, well, what do you think about this? She's doing this, she's doing that, and I can't, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I hear what you're saying, and it sounds really hard, and and you're really struggling with this, but there's a side, there, she's got a side to this story, too, mm-hmm. and she's not here for us to ask these questions to. So while it's important you tell me that this is going on, let's not spend our time together focusing on how to change her. You know, let's focus on what you can control, which is you. Um, and that kind of, a lot of times, people don't expect that. You know, they're like, Whoa. Well, I just wanted to come and get your opinion on her. I'm like, well, she's not here to, for me to give. An, I mean, my opinion is, yeah, that sucks. That's really hard to be in a relationship with somebody like that. I'm sorry that you're going through that, but she's not here to work on that as a couple. So, mm-hmm. you know, how do you want to move forward? Well, I want her to change. Well, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, you know, we can't, we can't do that unless they're willing to come and work on it together. So I always find that fun when they're like, I just want your opinion. I'm like, okay, here we go. Because <laughs> you're going to get more than just like what you think you're going to get. Exactly. You know? they, don't know, they don't know what to expect, and yeah. then they're blindsided by yeah. the outcome that they <laughs> didn't really want to begin with. Right. <laughs> but saying it, saying it in that way of like, I care about you, and I care about your future, and I care about how this plays out for you, not just oh, well, here's my opinion, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't think that would make me a good counselor. If I couldn't do that job. I couldn't do this work if I just did that all day long. I have to, I'm invested in mm-hmm. people, you know. So. Yeah, 
now is this uh, just for the service member and the family or can they bring like if their their son or daughter yeah. has an issue it's, it could be for the um, whole family yeah, that's yeah. associated with that's uh, associated with the uh, service member yeah we're um over the years just to get clarification sure yeah no over the years there's been many different um i guess at the end of the day yes we work with anybody that has relationship to the soldier or the airman okay you know we because we and just personally i see it as a systemic issue so if you're a soldier and you're let's say you're coming to drill but you're super stressed out because your son or daughter is having a really hard time with their behavior at school mm -hmm. to me that makes sense to call us and say hey you know I'm, I'm stressed out and i'm like okay well what's going on and it has nothing to do with drill you know you're not stressed by your by your leadership you're stressed out about what's going on at home so mm -hmm. yeah let's talk about that because it's impacting your your work here at the guard and that's our role is to help our soldiers and their family members just you know deal with whatever comes up um, and sometimes that's just a, a few sessions with one of us or sometimes it's well you know I think your son needs to be assessed but I can't you can't just say across the board every child needs to be assessed for you know issues um, every situation is so unique to that family you know and how things show up in a family versus how it shows up in other families you know I'm just I'm trying to think of an example like you might think, you know, oh, he's got ADHD. And I'm like, then you come and you meet and come to find out, like, oh, no. It's not, it's not that he has ADHD. There's a lot of uh, struggle in the family right now. You and your mm -hmm. wife are going through some stuff, um, or your ex-wife or your girlfriend or whatever, and so that's causing stress on the child, and that child acts out to get attention. You know, there's so many ways, like, this could all play out. So when somebody calls and says, I need to get my son assessed for ADHD, I'm like, whoa, 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 let's back it up, you know, and let's <laughs> tell me a little bit more about what's going on. Um, I'm not saying that we wouldn't have a referral for mm -hmm. that, but a lot of times um, it just really depends. And so, I think that's just the job is just, like I said, being a detective and asking a lot of questions. And, um, yeah, it's funny because I'll have soldiers call and, you know, I'm, I'm like driving in the car to an appointment. I'm like, okay, I'm going to ask you a lot of questions just so I can get a sense of what's going on. Not because I'm nosy, but because it helps me help you. They're like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right, so tell me about this and tell me about that. And Because I'm trying to assess as quickly as I can, like, what's really going on. Um, and so I think that that kind of, most of the time soldiers are pretty okay with that because they're used to got to get things done, got to answer the questions, I got to report to my leadership. You know, mm -hmm. they're used to that kind of discussion. Um, and they want to just get to it. Like, they want to know, tell me what to do to fix it. Well, a lot of the times it's like, well, I don't know how you're going to fix it, but we can work on this together. You know, let's, let's set an appointment up and let's talk about it. Um, so I think that's kind of funny, too. Like, the role of, you never know where you're going to find us. I'm telling you, it's like, it's crazy. Like one minute, you know, last week I was meeting in a Cracker Barrel. Um, and then, you know, two hours later, I'm at a Barnes & Noble Starbucks. Because a lot of times soldiers don't want to come onto the campus here to my office, uh -huh. which I get because I sit over there at the Blackbird Armory. And if if people see you coming into my office, chances are they, you know, you know what I do, mm -hmm. and someone comes in the office. So I understand that, and their um, leadership understands that here. So that's that's kind of a neat thing about our roles. We can. I mean, I've met I've met the library. I've met at churches. Um, I think the craziest spot I've ever met. Water water parks <laughs> in the summer. Um, I think where else? Parks, Fort Jackson. 
So now that it's going into the holidays, and I know that we've done some other Facebook Lives and stuff in the past, but um, it would be, which I know that you were saying that you had some tips for um, things during the holidays, being around family, the stress with all that. Right. So. Yeah. So let's kind of talk a little bit about that. So the holidays can be very stressful, and as we record this, as this is you know happening, it's the beginning of November. And you're already starting to see things kind of pop up on our radar. Mm -hmm. um, you know, holidays, I was thinking about this earlier, like if you are a divorced family and you're co-parenting your little ones or your older ones, you know, the stress of the scheduling and figuring all that out can be really hard for families. Um, and you know, I think, I think pie in the sky dream would be if the parents were able to spend the holidays together, but I know that's really rare. Um, so instead of, uh, one of the tips that, that I'd like to reiterate to those families are it's not the time to get into it. It's not the time to have the arguments. It's really not. If you're able to put that stuff on the back burner and just have the holiday and keep those opinions to yourself and think about <laughs> the, the experience you want your child to have because this, the holidays are such memory-making times mm -hmm. of their lives. Um, that if we can just be adults and let the children have fun and give them the experience that we want them to have. And I'm not saying give them an experience like surprise them and take them to Disney World and you know, buy them everything. I'm saying whatever is within the means of your family and what you want to do. And I'll say like it doesn't have to be a lot of time people you know, spend all this money over uh, Christmas and you know we have kids, uh, my husband and I, and over the years I was just asking my 11-year-old the other day, I'm like, do you remember what I got you for Christmas last year? She's like, no. <laughs> like, okay. She said, but remember we went fishing with so-and-so and he caught that, you know, blah, blah, blah. That was awesome. So it's just like, you know, they remember the memories. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't have to take your kid, you know, fishing on Christmas. That's just something that our family does. It's just kind of something that we do. But whatever it is that you're having, remember, it's like board games. You know, have fun with the family. Have a good time. Um... You know, whatever those holiday traditions are, keep them going. That's what the kids remember, and that's what they take forward in their lives. And that's the impact that you make on them are those memory-making experiences. Um, you know, I think back to, I can't tell you what my mom got me <laughs> when I was a kid, but I remember going over to my grandmother's house and having such a great time with my cousins and the special cookies that she made. So that's really what it's about is just the memory-making experiences, not so much the, you know, the Nikes or the new clothes or whatever it is that the kids want these days, a new phone. Um, you know, they might, they're going to remember that for a couple weeks, a couple months. <laughs> they're they're going to break that phone. Yeah, they're going to break the phone and then you're going to have to buy another one. Um, so just remember that. It's about, it's about the experience and about creating memories. It's not about the money. It's not about um, one-upping each other as, you know, parents. Okay, so let's say Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's just around the corner, and you have to. I know this is the one the chaplain Denny and I did a couple of years ago about communication. Mm -hmm. um, if you have to be around family that you don't necessarily like or <laughs> want to be around, um, how do you handle that? I mean, we've all been there. Mm -hmm. We've all had to do deal with it, and it's usually not as bad as we think it's going to be. Mm -hmm. Like we build it up in our heads mm -hmm. to be this like horrible experience. And if he says this, I'm going to say that. And I'm going to show him, or I'm in. You know. Y'all, I, I think there's only been 
one experience I've had uh, here at the guard where it really got bad and we had to call the police. Not personally, but like a soldier <laughs> called in the 800 number and it was bad. Like the police were called, there was a family fight, that kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> it, I think it's pretty rare those things happen, but you know, a couple tips, just don't drink. If, if drinking makes it worse for you, don't do it. Like don't drink. Just have one or two instead of 20. Um, and if you're drinking that much, we have to talk anyway because it's a sign of a bigger issue. But, you know, you don't have to always be right. You're going to pick and choose your battles mm -hmm. um, around family especially. Um, if so-and-so just rubs you the wrong way, just think about, you know, do you really want to go there? Do you really want to, um, to let it affect you to the point where, you know, there's a a brouhaha at the table um, and a lot of the times you know that person is usually does it because they know they can because it's like a power trip and they know that they get at you and they probably do it to everybody you're not that special <laughs> at the table that you know you're the only one that you know he or she is upsetting that is a sign of a thing going on in their lives like I'm, I could tell you if, if that person were to you were to bring that person and we would have a conversation and come to find out that that person probably does that in so many areas of their lives, you're not that special. So remember the bigger picture. They're just, that's who they are and there's nothing you can do about it. And you have a choice if you want to engage or not. So we've all got family members like that, right? Like y'all have family members that maybe- Yeah, like to yeah, push your buttons. Yeah. Or yeah. just, uh, we know that they're gonna say certain subjects or whatever, it's like, okay, just right. get, just kind of like, okay, we already know what they're gonna say, yeah. so just that's, put that's, up with it. Yeah, and that's about them more. Um, I'm trying to think if there's been any, I think before um, my husband and I had kids, you know, we used to hear that a lot, when are you going to have kids, when are you going to have kids, and that used to yeah. just drive me bananas, like, we'll have kids, we're damn right have kids, you know? <laughs> but they just love kids, and they were mm -hmm. excited for us to have them, and yeah. it wasn't about me and Lisa not having children, it was, she really wanted to know, when are you going to have kids, because I love babies, that kind of thing, um, so I can, I can let it take me to that point of getting in the car and then yelling at him and oh why did Shelly say that blah, blah, blah. Um, or being like no no we know it's coming <laughs> as well just have a good you know a good time I'm trying to think if there's other um, other ways to look at that for some families because I know that can be really really stressful um, you know if it's really bad you is it really worth going you know is it really worth having to show up a lot of times and some people will say yeah you know the holidays it is I have to it's the one time of year okay well if it's the one time of year then how can you get through it and enjoy yourself in the process as best as you can um, so you know there's some problem like you got to think ahead you got to think you're like how am I gonna solve this or how am I gonna handle this or and like I said don't drink <laughs> yeah find that uh, family member that you really get along with right. opposed to the one you really don't get along with right. and uh, hang out with them. Exactly. Go hang out with that cousin or, you know, you're probably going to find an ally in that person too. <laughs> I'm, like I said, I'm betting this person does this to everybody. Um, you're not that special. I mean, you are, but you're not in the same time. Um, okay. Stress is something that comes up. And I know I kind of touched on this with, with other um, areas around the holidays, but a lot of times I'll hear like financial stress, you mm -hmm. know, wanting to, um, well, maybe you don't hear it until afterwards, like the credit card debt <laughs> that comes along with the holidays. You know, there's sometimes there's that. And I just want to encourage people to give gifts within their means. And once again, go back to that. It's not about 
the money, it is about the memories, it's about the time together, it's about being present, focused, and in the moment because really, at the end of the day, that's what kids want. You know, they want your attention. They don't really, they might be bummed they don't get the new iPhone 11, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, they're going to get over it and they're still going to love you. You know, they're still going to want. So, so if you're stressed about it, just remember um, to stick within your means, have your budget, um, you know, try to get things done ahead of time. Like, like right now it's great. Get your shopping done early yeah. November if you can. <laughs> get it done, um, try to be organized with like how you're going to make it happen. I don't listen to me though because I'm that person shopping last minute. But nowadays you can get so much online, you don't really have to leave your house, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. you know? So you don't have to go out and be around all the crazy people trying to, you know, argue or fight for that sweater. Um, you can just <laughs> order online, which is really nice. Um, and you know, I also encourage families this time of year to remember what we do have. Because, you know, if you can do something together as a family that's volunteering, it does help keep you in that space of great, being grateful for what you do have. And I think as your kids get older, like, you know, 10, 11, 12, it's good to, it gives them the perspective. They may want the new iPhone, but when they go and they work at a, um, a shelter or they go and they work in a food kitchen, they go, wow, you know, I'm, I'm really blessed. I'm mm -hmm. really grateful for what I do have. It just helps to give them that perspective. Um, and I think we all need that you know, in our lives every now and then kind of reminds us to be grateful for what we do have. Um, so those are my tips. Did you guys have any questions about that or any other things that kind of come to mind? Would you happen to have any like material or anything that you would, uh, uh, that you would say like, hey, would you mind checking out this? this I found that, that this has helped me or like this video or this. You mean for stress? Yeah, or for stress or just overcoming uh, an, like an issue with like a, yeah, like a, yeah, let's go with stress. Um, it's, well, here's my secret. Mm -hmm. secret. So when I get, a lot of times people will say, well, can you come and talk about this topic or that topic? And I go to my favorite place of library, Google. <laughs> and I, there's a couple places I go, so like where you can get some really good information, like psychologytoday.com has really good information. Um, all their articles are written by, you know, counselors and therapists, psychologists, um, and then you can usually you can get a lot of good stuff on there. Um, military One Source actually has a lot of good information to get kind of like a starting point for military families around these topics. Um, so I'll go there a good bit just to kind of you know get some information. Um, but those are usually the two that I will look to um, to get some more some more information. Have you ever listened to the audio book or read the book uh, How to Stop Worrying About Your How to Stop Worrying and Live Your Life? Mm -hmm. uh, it's the same guy who's like How to Win. I, I forget the name of the author, but it's like How to. It's like How to Win uh, Win People Over and Influence. Oh, John Carnegie. Yeah, that, oh, okay. that's a that's a really that's really, good. That's really uh, the audio book and all that stuff. Uh, that, he's got all these examples, and it's like oh, just in the grand scheme of things, like yeah. it's just a couple seconds of something bad happened. Yeah. Granted, depending on the scenario, but like it's not that bad. Right. Yeah, no, I love I mean that's a great recommendation. Mm -hmm. I mean, you said Dale Carnegie wrote that. Okay, mm -hmm. I'll check it yeah, out. Yeah, was it uh was it how to stop worrying and live your life? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, there's I mean, there's so much out there. I mean there's podcasts now. Like you could get yeah. on and just do a podcast. I mean therapists are coming out with podcasts about all kinds of stuff. So like I mean if you just get on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever and just search for, you know, stress 
or anxiety or mindfulness, I mean, you'll come across so much information. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's a lot of free stuff out there, like just to listen to and to take in. I mean, I'm always like, make sure you're, you know, the source is credible. Um, but you can find so much out there. Like, just depends on what you like to listen to. I like Palmetto Guardian talking yeah. about being your <laughs> Totally. I love the Palmetto Guardian. I tell everybody they should listen to the Palmetto Guardian. Make sure to plug that in. Yeah, for sure. You guys put out some great content, and I think that's one of the cool things about podcasts is, like, you know, you can listen anywhere, anytime, mm -hmm. and you're going to get a little snippet of something, and then you go, oh, that reminds me. And then you're going to go, and you're going to go research it some more, or maybe you're going to call our 800 number. You know, it's just, like, it's really cool that we have this. I know. You guys are using it. It's really good stuff. Yeah, it's taken off for sure. We didn't expect it to be this big this quick. So it's definitely, we're getting a lot of good feedback from it. Yeah, you, I mean, the generals are listening. I know. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> People stop us all the time and they're like, hey, you're the person on the podcast. Get <laughs> <laughs> your autograph. <laughs> you are. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's only going to be more and more because I, you know, I could sit here and make a list of, of folks that would be great. And I'm going to get them to you, yes. but like that we could have on the show that mm -hmm. can talk about a variety of topics because that's one of the great things about it. It's like we've got this platform. I mean, we could bring all kinds of people in to talk about different different topics, and you never know who's listening, who's going to go, oh my gosh, my, you know, for example, um, a lot of moms of soldiers probably listen to this podcast mm -hmm. because they want to know what's going on in the guard because their son just joined. And so think about them, you know, they're listening to me going, I didn't know this 800 number existed for a counselor and my son, I'm going to, I'm going to tell him, you know, if you're ever struggling, call this number. Um, or, I mean, gosh, y'all, I don't even, y'all cover so many topics. It just opens up your eyes to what is going on in the guard. Like, I'm always like, I didn't even know we had that. <laughs> we learn every day. <laughs> There's still stuff that I don't even know about. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, it's just really cool. I love that y'all are doing this. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad that you were able to come back, and I know we definitely will have you back on again soon. Yeah, and I, I want to encourage people, you know, if they have topics that they want to hear about behavioral health-wise, yeah. to, like, get a hold of you, get yeah. a hold of me, and because, I mean, I know people across the state that are specialists in certain things that I'm, I'm more of a, over here at the Garden, like, a generalist, you know, mm -hmm. I'm really like, okay, let me hear what's going on, and I'm going to help you figure out what you need to do. You know, I know folks that are, um, and I was just going to tell you guys, like, I am now making connections with folks who specialize in, like, sex addiction and pornography addiction. Um, there's, of course, there's always going to be alcohol addiction mm -hmm. and drug addiction. I mean, I, I know lots of folks who, that's their specialty, but, um, you know, social media addiction. Like, it, as, it, as our culture changes, the therapists are focusing on different things nowadays. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm not saying gone are the days of combat-related issues because they're still there, but our culture within the Guard is shifting, you know? The ages and the generations are yes. shifting. And a lot of the guys I worked with when I first came here are retiring out, and their issues are shifting. So, you know, it doesn't stop. It just continually evolves, and so we have to kind of know what's going on out there so we can refer. So I do do a lot of um, networking within the community of other therapists and just knowing what's out there. So if you, if anyone listening has a specific topic, I mean, they don't want to reach out to you, they can send me an email or I guess you can. Yeah, we always tell them leave leave us comments yeah. um, in the comment section. 
Um, Didn't you say you had a podcast? Or, I yeah. do. My podcast is, um, most people listening to this podcast will probably have no ish, no interest in it because it's it's uh, it's for talk therapists. So mm-hmm. like my show is about um, clinical issues for counselors. So for example, um, you know, eating disorder treatment mm-hmm. or um, how trauma affects children might be interesting to somebody who's interested in that topic, you know, like has an interest in becoming a therapist or in that topic. But for most people, like my husband doesn't even listen because he's not a therapist. He's like, don't talk about stuff that you use language that, you know, like it bores him because he's not a therapist, you know. Mm -hmm. But if you're a therapist and you, you know, sure, come listen to my show. (laughs) That would be awesome. I would appreciate it. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for stopping in. Oh, my gosh. Anytime. Happy to be here. You guys are great. I'm so glad you're doing this. Yep. So hopefully in the near future, we will have you back on. And like we said, we're going to get some more people in your network on here to talk to us about some other topics as well. Awesome. Look forward to it. So I'm glad that we had Lisa Muster back on. She always has good advice. Yeah, that was definitely a lot to uh, take from. Yeah. And um, definitely um, she's somebody good to come on and talk to about these kind of things because... Like we've said before, and I think she even mentioned it, is uh, people don't know, they either don't know where to go or they don't want to admit that they need to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just need somebody that has nothing to do with the situation. Like, I mean, you might have your one friend or your one family member that you can always go to and talk to, but sometimes there's things that you need somebody that doesn't know anything about the situation to help you talk mm-hmm. and get through that. And I think the resources that she talked about, the different programs that are out there, the different hotlines, um, those are definitely helpful, especially during the holidays, because you might just need to call somebody just to talk to, but you it needs to be somebody that has nothing to do with the situation or doesn't have an opinion on it because they sway one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that she was able to talk about that because there were some of the programs that I've never even heard of. Yeah, that's like the Give an Hour and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's a, That is definitely helpful. Uh, I've had soldiers that they've commented, it's like, yeah, that, that it works with, uh, it's tailored to the area that I live, mm-hmm. however many, like 20, 25 miles out or something, or even less. But stuff like that is definitely new, uh, not new, but good to put out there because yeah, like you said, no one knows and having had soldiers had to deal with that or have to go on some programs like that, it's like, oh, I didn't even know this was a thing, but hey, thanks for telling me, thanks for giving me informed. I'll let, if I ever have someone that has these issues, put that out for them, say, hey, this is an option. Yeah, and I think some people, especially maybe younger soldiers mm-hmm. and airmen, they don't know who to turn to, they don't know who to ask the questions, or they might not even know what to ask. And just because you are asking for help doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. Agreed. Like I've said in before, no one's perfect. And so sometimes you just need that one person that you can go to, like I said, that is not a close rel- relative or a friend that just is, they're not gonna tell you what to do, they're not gonna give you advice, they're just gonna listen, they're gonna help you process what's going on. And everybody needs that. Everybody needs to be mentally, um, they need to, what am I trying to say? Develop, not develop, uh, not develop, but. They need to like mentally make sure that their mental health, like your mental health, you need to make sure that you're 
taking care of yourself. Yeah, pretty solid of like, okay, I'm good. Instead yeah. of like, oh no, I'm not, you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm out in the ocean right now. I, I'm, I'm drowning. <laughs> I need some help. I need someone to pull me out. Exactly. And you need to make sure you're taking care of yourself because you can't help others if you're not taking care of yourself. I will admit I'm super bad about, I keep stuff to myself. I, uh, I don't open up all the time mm -hmm. and I let it bottle up and then it gets to the point where I hit my breaking point and all these things from like over the year or several years or months or however long it is, they come out all at one time and it's like, you can't do that because you're, they're old issues that you could have resolved then and they're still affecting you now mm -hmm. and um, so you, you're not taking care of yourself and I'm so bad about that, like I really, yeah. and I try to like, but it's hard when you're one way for so long, like mm -hmm. I've been like that my whole life, so, and it's not admitting that there's something wrong, because there's nothing wrong with me, it's just that's how I am, Yeah. and having these resources out there um, to that I know that I can go, or other soldiers and airmen can go and talk to, to get the help they need, mm -hmm. sometimes you just have to, you just need somebody to sit you down and just listen to what you have to say. Because, of course, when you try to talk to your friends and family, they're always like, well, you should do this, or, well, that's stupid, you should do that, or... And it's definitely, it's weird talk, it's kind of like talking a different language to your family, mm -hmm. being in the military. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but people, like, being, uh, people, like, new soldiers getting into, like, their second or third year, they're understanding that uh, their parents, their brothers and sisters and su such, they don't, unless they have, like, a family member that was in the military they don't really speak that language or be able to say like, I know where you're coming from. Yeah, and it helps whenever you have somebody who experiences this something similar to you, like us being in the military. We've gone through certain things and even though we're in the military, we all have different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Like some people deploy and some don't. Some people are constantly going on training missions so they're not really home and some people, like, so we have a, a common denominator as being in the military, but our situations, the things that we've gone through could be different, but we still kind of have that understanding, whereas somebody who's never been in, who, um, like a spouse or family member who has a service member in their family or tight, close group of friends, their understanding is different because, yes, they know somebody in the military, but they've never experienced that, so they don't know things that we've gone through and stuff like that. So it definitely helps whenever you have somebody that has a little bit of an understanding, but sometimes that could also, like, I really don't even know what I'm trying to say. Also it's be like, like, they could put in their two cents where it's really just needed to have like more objective, uh, objective viewpoint. Mm -hmm. It's like, let's look at this instead of, oh, I've been there, I know that. Yeah. Oh, this, this Everybody's is not good. Everybody's situation is different. Yeah. Like, we went to basic training, but you went one place, I went another, and then we went to our AITs, and they're completely different. But, I mean, we still experience the drill service. We still experience, like, sleep deprivation and going in the field and eating MREs, like, that kind of stuff. So, but, but it's just the places and people are just not the same, yeah. Yeah, but um, I'm definitely glad that she was able to come on, especially now that we're going into the holidays so that people know that there are resources out there that they can reach out for help if they need it, mm -hmm. or just somebody to listen to. Or, yes, when they need somebody to listen to them, they know that they have these resources. 
Um, we'll link them in the description. We'll leave the phone numbers in the description. That way that um, it'll be easier for you guys to find it. Uh, Lisa was also in one of our first podcasts. I think she was like the second or third podcast we had. So we'll link that one in there okay. as well. If someone hasn't, if you haven't been watching or listening since the beginning, mm-hmm. um, we'll link that in there because that other podcast, it's a little bit longer, but it has a lot of good information. Um, and hopefully I know that we'll have her on here in the near future, probably after the first of the year and talk about different things coming out of the holidays. So, but um, we want to hope and wish everybody has a happy, safe Thanksgiving. Um, There will still be a podcast posted that Friday, Mm -hmm. um, obviously pre-recorded, but we will have something out there. So if you are a dedicated listener, watcher, be on the lookout for that. Um, Hopefully you guys don't eat too much turkey, but I know that there's Nothing holding, like, I can't say that because I'm probably going to eat way too much turkey. And some people have already uh, done their height and weight and PT <laughs> yes. test, so they're good to go. <laughs> yes. Hopefully everybody got their height and weight and PT test done the last two months so that you don't have to worry about that going into the new year. Um, that's that's definitely a good point to bring up. Um, but, like always, uh, if you're watching or listening, make sure that you're you like and subscribe to the podcast. Um, if there's anything that you want us to talk about in the future, leave us comments. If there's a special guest or if you would like to come on the podcast, we've had people comment and saying they want to come on and we've made it happen. So leave us comments, turn on the notifications so that you uh, get the most up-to-date videos that are posted. Um, and almost to 500, still inching. I feel like the last couple of podcasts we've been mentioning that like every single time. Yeah, we got to get got to get that. I mean, I guess they don't want to see the bloopers. I don't know. We're up to, what, 40, 40-ish podcasts now? I think this will be, like, the 40th. Yeah, this will be... No, this will be 40... What? Yeah, 41. Maybe 41. I don't know. It's in the 40s. Yeah, this one, yeah. So we have lots of podcasts with lots of bloopers. And some of them are pretty funny, so... You guys have a special thing for episode 50, or... We gotta wait for like 100. I don't know. I think maybe we should wait till like episode 100. 100? Yeah. Just because, like, yeah, I think 100 would be a good mile marker. Okay. We'll do something special. I don't know. We'll have, if you guys have any ideas or something that you would like, let us know. But yeah, I think let's do 100. We'll do something fun. Okay. All right. Well, I'm Sergeant Chelsea Baker. And I'm Sergeant Tim Andrews. And we'll catch you in the next episode.